1: Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick.
2: Hey, good morning and welcome to Your Partner in Law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick. Oh, gravelly throat this morning. What's going on here? Uh, Good morning, Scott. Glad to have you with us today. Scott Ralston's uh, with us in the studio today. Hey, we've got a really good lineup for you to talk about today. We're going to be previewing a little bit or discussing with some of our presenters that are going to be out at uh, Retirement Roundtable next Saturday. It's already here, folks, next Saturday. Uh, We do have tickets uh, if you want to grab them uh, before they run out. Go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That would be a smart thing to do right away this morning. Yourpartnerinlaw.com gets signed up for Retirement Roundtable. So, Scott, you know, this is going to be our fourth year doing this event. And I said it's, you know, it's often nice to be, you know, copied and, um, you know, people, you know, kind of getting on board with what you've been doing. And the philosophies that we've been talking about and teaching at these events really for almost two decades now has really been focused on a shift in thinking by the public. Um, The term estate planning is always, you know, that's the generic term we use out there. And, of course, it has lots of subcomponents and subtleties about it. And about 20 years ago, um, we started calling it life planning. And because it was really more about shifting people's focus to think less about death in this planning process. That was always and still is probably one of the biggest impediments folks have out there is they don't want to address their own mortality. Um, It's difficult for me to understand that in my role. But nonetheless, it's a reality that we kind of move away. We consider that pain. We push pain away and we move towards pleasure. So instead of doing our planning like we thought, it's this death planning, scary stuff. Let's go buy a new Hi, high-def TV, and let's do lots of research on that. So we found that by re- redirecting that thought process a little bit, this is more about planning your life and what happens during the three phases that we're going to have to all deal with in some sort of manner to where we have alive, well, and okay, we're in charge, we have our you know, mental faculties, our health, and you know that's good. That's where we all want to be. Unfortunately, we don't get to stay in that mode our whole life. Many, if not most, will incur various forms of disability and incapacity as we age. This is um this to me is far more frightening <laughs> than dealing with the eventuality of dying. Is the, the incapacities is and as a planner, of course, we see how these things can ravage a family, their finances, the emotions, the very fabric of the family. We've seen this over and over and over again. And we started using the term life planning and integrated life planning, which really means bringing in all the aspects of your life into your planning phase, call it what you will, life plan, estate plan, elder law plan, it's just a plan. And don't get wrapped up on the name so much, but really life planning and what we have talked about Our entire existence as a law firm is making sure that your taxes, your finances, your health care, your housing, all of these elements that are necessary for each of us to get by on day-to-day stuff. This is the basic stuff. We need to have those things and all of those professionals that are involved in your life all Kind of to working towards the same set of goals and objectives. That's where your life plan comes in place. Your life plan is that planning document that should help guide should help guide you through your life and from phase to phase and have a way to do that. And so one of the first things that people are always, you know, interested in and wanting to know about is money. How much money do I need and how do I manage it? And how do I make it and all the vagaries of the market? Well, we're going to introduce you today to uh, Tom Koch. Many of you have uh, heard Tom before. Uh, Tom, you with us there? I am. Hey, good morning. Technology at its very, very best here Sunday morning. So uh, thank you so much, folks. This is Tom Koch, uh, president, um, founder of Vestry Financial, and a college professor over there at Northwest University, helping bring this message to our youth. I mean, Tom, how important is that is to help build financial um, education from our youth rather than most people trying to pick it up in their 60s or 70s.
3: <laughs> what, well, um... yeah, I mean, starting early, huge advantage, as you know. So,
2: so Tom, tell us a little bit about, you know, next week we've got Retirement Roundtable coming up, and this is our fourth event, and, you know, you've just been an integral part in this whole um, integrated financial planning with this, you know, almost 20-year relationship now, and the way you manage people's money and counsel them and guide them, explain, you know, in a nutshell, I know you've done this a million times, but why is it so important, A, to work with the fiduciary, B, to understand what your goals and objectives are in finance? Well,
3: the fiduciary standard, I mean, that's a great place to start, Rick, because you know, as a, an attorney, that, uh, that you, you have a requirement to put your client's interest before your own. Most of the people in our industry, financial industry, do not. In fact, it's by one estimate about ninety-nine percent do not have don't don't have to always live up to that fiduciary standard. It's pretty shocking, and most people when they hear that are really surprised. So, yes, that would be the starting place, and because the advice you get otherwise can be very damaging, it can be very costly. It can be you could be taking risks, you don't know about liquidity, it's all these things, so yes, I think always always having a fiduciary is a great starting place uh if you're going to get if you're going to get help in this area
2: you know Tom, if we were to look at it, I'm not sure we got kind of a buzzing boy noise in the back
3: is I'm
2: not sure where that's coming from, but uh, we'll see if we can muster through that, but um when you're looking at you know meeting up with a client for the first time and they've been you know, doing their thing. they you know, a lot of them have this they've just been investing in their company investment programs for 401ks and things of that nature. Um that seems to be what an awful lot of people, what their financial experience is, is just making those payroll deductions and it goes into the market. And then it's going into some cadre of mutual funds. And what I hear from most people is, gee, I just not going anywhere. I don't make any money in it. Um you can address that. Why aren't they making any money in their 401Ks that are traditional out there and, and things that are happening?
3: Yeah, that's a great question, because we, we do hear that a lot. Like, I kept putting all this money in, I'm not seeing any progress. Number one, investing should always be a long-term process. So we know history is very clear on this. The people that get impatient and say, I haven't made any money, I need to try something else, generally end up with less money. So, But that said every person needs to know, and you kind of alluded to this at the beginning of the program, how much risk they can and are willing to take. In other words, how much you have in the riskier things like stocks and how much you have in the less risky things like bonds. That should determine your future earnings, if you will, your return on your investments. But there's also this other part, the other two parts, which are the costs of all this, and this is Something that's gotten better, frankly, in retirement plans over the last decade. And taxes. Again, people don't have a tendency to look at taxes. They make some awful decisions with their money, drawing money from the wrong places, investing certain things in the wrong types of accounts that also, you know, unwittingly give money to their other partner called the federal government. So those things are all very important, but at the beginning, again, I would recommend everyone only use index or index style mutual funds. They're very low cost. I would know exactly how much risk you're trying, how much, when I say risk, how much volatility, right? How much up and down and what rate of return you are aiming at because the first thing you should do, agree to do is when you invest is to uh, let Jeff Bezos be the richest person in the world, allow him to be that person and then after that goes, determine what rate of return you need to take care of you and your family for the years to come.
1: Yeah, it's pretty,
2: uh, pretty tough for most of us to emulate uh, you know, Bezos or uh, Warren Buffett. I mean, you know, Warren Buffett is such an idol for so many people, and he's touting what you're doing. It's not necessarily exactly how he invests, but he can, you know, I'd explain to people when he decided to invest in Bank of America back in the bad, bar- dark days of our financial uh, collapse – You know, he didn't just go to the Wall Street broker and buy some regular old stock. You know, he went to Bank of America and said, hey, I got a few billion dollars I'm willing to loan you or buy some stock, but I want something special. I want the Warren Buffett stock. And so it's something that you and I can't do. And he's telling us, don't do as I do, do as I say.
3: (laughs) That's exactly right. I mean, if you ask Warren, even though he runs Berkshire Hathaway, which is an actively managed mutual fund in a way, he would tell you go buy an index fund. He's told his spouse, "When I die, just put it all in an index fund," because he knows that the odds of finding someone who can beat the market. And by the way, I don't care how many ads you hear for people to tell you they can trade, day trade the markets. The evidence is so to the contrary that actively managed mutual funds make less, hedge funds make less, and they have many other advantages. So, really, to use low-cost index funds, as I say, be widely diversified, keep your costs low, know how much volatility and what rate of return you're doing. Those are kind of the things to do and then to be patient because, again, like last year. I mean, last year is unusual that stocks and bonds lost money, but they did. And some people in the first quarter and a half said, I get my money out. That's exactly the wrong approach. You want to have a long-term vision. And by the way, Warren Buffett is a long-term player. He does not trade stocks. Warren buys companies. Yes, and that's very different very than what most time. people
2: understand. He he buys his way in in a big way. You know, folks, uh, if you'd like to, you know, learn more about what Tom's um, talking about here, and that's really the science of investing, and we're going to talk list a little bit about that after. Um, our first break here, but um, you can go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and get your tickets right now for Retirement Roundtable. It's next Saturday, so time is up. Get your tickets today. Uh, Tom, when we get back from break, I want to explore this idea of the science of investing. It, it, You know, I think it's a big message that needs to get out there, so we'll be right back after this quick message, and if you'd like to call in and give Tom a chat or ask him any questions, 888 973 We'll be right back.
0: Surely, I can't wait for Retirement Roundtable October 5th at the Maidenbauer Center. Rick Redrick,
2: it's the retirement planning event of the year. Once again this year, we have an incredible lineup of local speakers to educate us on new taxes, laws, and regulations you simply must know.
0: We've got all your local experts on estate and elder law, financial planning, long-term insurance. We'll talk health care and senior housing and much, much more.
2: Tom Cock of Talking Real Money will explain the science of investing. Steve Elliott will cover managing trust and fiduciary services. Brian Ott will teach you about new long-term care planning options. And Dr. Yardley is going to discuss health care versus disease care.
0: And yours truly, I'm going to be emceeing it. So come get all the facts and learn about all your new options at Retirement Roundtable, October 5th at Maidenbauer Center. It sells out every year. So get your tickets now at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. I'll see you there. Yourpartnerinlaw.com.
4: One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high costs of an extended health care situation. A lot of people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Don't make this mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by 525 advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. You can learn all about these new plans at one of Brian's upcoming classes in October. Brian will also be speaking at Retirement Roundtable October 5th at the Bauer Center, there's a great event. Several local experts will educate you on all aspects of planning for a successful retirement. Get your tickets now at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com.
2: Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of Your Partner in Law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregerkin Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com.
1: Back to Your Partner-in-Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. All righty, we're
2: back. I'm Rick Gregorick. I'm in with... uh Scott Ralston from the office, uh, Gregorick and Associates. Uh, we bring you your partner-in-law every week. I was almost trying to forget who Scott yeah, it's was like, here. It's like, there's you know, that long pause. Yeah, you, look, you remember it, me? It's only been, what, 13 years we've been together. So. Yeah, something like that. So anyhow, Scott's here. Hey, we're talking with Tom Cock this morning, um, host of uh, Talking Real Money, college professor and financial advisor extraordinaire and founder of Vestry. Tom, thanks so much for being with us and, you know, for your support over the years. And what's really been impressive to me is where you put education of your clients really at the forefront of your entire existence in your your your, your company and making sure that people understand what they're really getting into. And in our first break a little bit, you talked about risk, and this is something that you know, is, I guess, probably one of the greatest mysteries out there is, gee, how do I look at a particular investment, whether it's an individual stock or a mutual fund or bond fund or whatever? How do I, as an individual, assess the security or safety or volatility, the risk? How do I put that together? Because you've done such a great job of educating folks on this.
3: Well, thank you, first of all. And as you know, it goes beyond just trying to educate our clients. We really want everyone to know how to invest, because if we all do better at this, everybody's future looks brighter. Well, let's just start with what you mentioned, individual stocks. As you know, I have been against individual stocks for a very, very long time. I used to host a television show here in Seattle called Serious Money, lucky enough to interview the heads of the largest publicly traded companies, and I wouldn't buy one of their companies one-off, uh, Costco, Boeing, where it's just too risky. If you invest in an individual stock, you could lose it all, which kind of brings me back to what you mentioned about the science of investing. The science, the science part really was developed by a group of academics who looked at how people invested for a very long time, and they could find no value in hiring somebody or doing it yourself sort of picking one stock over another. In other words, trying to say, the returns of Costco will be better than the returns of Amazon. There wasn't anybody who could see the future well enough to do that. So conversely, they said, well, what if you just got what the stock market provided? You know, just invest your money into all these companies, do it at a very low cost. And that was kind of the development of the index fund, really publicly developed by a guy named Jack Vogel, who passed away last year, who started this little tiny firm called Vanguard. Yeah. And that was kind of the beginning of... And so now, by the way, interesting you bring this up because it was just about a week or two ago that they announced that index funds now house more money than actively managed funds. And actively managed funds is where there's a manager who's, you know, buying and selling securities or moving in and out of markets. I mean, there's still this notion that actively managed funds will protect you in a bear market, which is total bunk. It just didn't happen in 2008. It didn't happen in 2000, et cetera. But that's what people believe. So... And, and then in terms of the question about risk, that is a very hard one, because here's the way I look at it. I kind of work it backwards. I, if I sat down with you, I would say, what, let's look at what rate of return you need on your money. Really, how much do you need to make to supply yourself? I would always advocate people don't take more risk than that, because generally that's where the trouble starts. For example, interestingly enough, I had a class a couple weeks ago where I asked people, are you okay... Seeing your portfolio go down by thirty percent or more, knowing that it's always come back. There were only three hands in a room of about seventy people. That is exactly what happened in two thousand eight. If you had sixty percent of your money in stocks, forty percent in bonds, which is a very moderate you know, Rick, portfolio, and so people don't understand that that could happen again starting tomorrow. I we don't know. Well, all we well, the charts I see
2: for the downside. <laughs> The charts go up and the charts go down. And, Indeed. And when, yeah. and the timing of that is what's so uh, mysterious. And, you know, this market timing idea that uh, we, we still see and we, it goes through phases, you know, once the market crashes and we go through a long recession, we don't see any of the market timers during the bottom of the, the curve, if you will. But then as we start rising and we come back and we get into recovery and we get into a market more like we've been in the last few years, we see, seem to see them come back into the market, again, trying to attract that quick buck um, mentality in the stock market, which is, boy, oh, boy. I mean, I think you and I have talked about equating the stock market to Las Vegas. I mean, it's you're gambling. Yeah, and you, if you're you,
3: trading, if you're buying individual securities, if you're making bets on pot stocks or Bitcoin or any of those, <laughs> it, it is that. I mean, and you have the potential there for total loss. If you instead invest in a portfolio of thousands of companies, the only way really you could lose all your money is if there's a asteroid or the world, you know, blown up in some sort of nuclear explosion, and then you don't really care about your money so much. So, I mean... It, you should eliminate the potential huge loss that people have in what we sort of call concentration risk. You're exactly right, Rick. Get yeah. rid of that. Be diversified. And by the way, portfolios we develop for our clients hold thirteen thousand securities. So if Washington Mutual goes bust, well, if that was sad, it's, but it's no big deal. And when Enron goes goodbye, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter to your portfolio. That protects you from sort of this risk of individual firms that we rarely see coming and that have horrendous effects. And I still see people in their 401ks that own a lot of company stock. Why in the world would you want to place your day-to-day earnings? You know, you're, you're basing, you're, you're, you're hoping that works because they're paying you day-to-day. Why would you want to put your retirement into that same pot? That makes no sense.
2: Well, Tom, that's kind um, of back to what Grandma taught us a long time ago, right? Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Isn't that really what we're
3: talking about here? So the I mean, and what the academics have found is, you know, be diversified, keep your costs low, and as I said, sort of have a plan, and then figure out some other way to spend your time in retirement instead of watching your money. It's, it, that also gets people in a lot of trouble.
2: Hey, Tom, can you uh, hang on? We've got to take another one of those crass commercial breaks. Are you available to hang on?
3: Absolutely.
2: Excellent. We appreciate that, folks. uh, Yourpartnerinlaw.com. Get your tickets for a retirement roundtable. They're going to sell out, so get them today. Yourpartnerinlaw.com.
5: We will be right back. This is Michael Medved. Financial experts will tell you that you should have a plan in place for the high cost of long-term care. If your plan consists of using your savings to pay for any long-term care needs in the future, then take a moment to contact 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. They will show you how to set up an asset-based plan using a portion of your existing savings. Now, this way you maintain control of your money and you're guaranteed to get your money back even if you don't need long-term care. For every dollar you put in today, 525 Advisors will show you how to get 3 to $4 back in tax-free long-term care protection. Call 525 Advisors today to learn how you can put a portion of your savings to work and protect your family and the rest of your assets from the high costs of long-term care. Call today at 425-748-8188. That's 425-748-8188 at 525-longtermcare.com. That's 525-longtermcare.com. Hey, it's John Curley. I can't wait for Retirement
0: Roundtable October 5th at the Maidenbauer Center. Rick Regrick, it's the retirement planning
2: event of the year. Once again this year, we have an incredible lineup of local speakers to educate us on new taxes, laws, and regulations you simply must know.
0: We've got all your local experts on estate and elder law, financial planning, long-term insurance. We'll talk health care and senior housing and much, much more.
2: Tom Cock of Talking Real Money will explain the science of investment. Steve Elliott will cover managing trust and fiduciary services. Brian Ott will teach you about new long-term care planning options. And Dr. Yardley is going to discuss health care versus disease care.
0: And yours truly, I'm going to be emceeing it. So come get all the facts and learn about all your new options at Retirement Roundtable, October 5th at Maidenbauer Center. It sells out every year. So get your tickets now at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. I'll see you there yourpartnerinlaw.com
1: we now return back. to your partner, your partner in law, in law with Rose Cairo on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH all righty we get a little feedback on. hey what can i say welcome back to your partner in law
2: if you'd like to uh, give us a chat this morning uh, Maybe ask Tom Cox some questions on your finances or anything else you have in mind on estate planning, elder law. We'd be happy to chat with you this morning at 888 973 Folks, we've got Tom Cox from uh, Vestry, and uh, he's going to be one of our keynote speakers out at um, Retirement Roundtable next Saturday at Maidenbauer. What a great day. Hey, Tom, I'm so glad you're back here. The fourth year in a row. Um doing this event. It's always been um, really good. And because, you know, we've been doing this so long, I think we both understand how important it is for people to bring in all the aspects of their planning, of which obviously finance is right up there at the very top. And before break, you're talking about, you know, people coming to their own decisions. and, And really, it boils down to what do you need to retirement? What type of income do you need and that's going to kind of you say, well, if I need X income, then that's going to kind of come back. and Say, well, I need X amount of money working for me. How do you walk people through that and and build in the reality checks? And especially yeah, some I, of the yeah. younger, you know, so so some of the younger people, yeah. Tom. because you know I was kind of thinking you're, you're the, thinking about like ahead. when I started working, you know, it's like I just started putting my money in my four hundred one k. You know, in my mid twenties and I put you know you know five percent then ten percent i just I try to max it out every year, which I know is 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 a smart thing to do, but in addition to that, what can some of our younger people do because you don't really think that much about it when you're younger because you just do kind of the minimum
0: when
4: you're working for your employer
3: Yeah, I mean the first thing is what you just said though is to start right <laughs> remembering that about half of us do nothing. And um, here's where I try to get it started. When people begin their regular full-time job out of college, try to get started. And this is for your kids and grandkids. If it's not you, try to start with a 15% right off the top that gets saved into your 401k, whether that be a pre-tax, regular 401k, or a Roth 401k. That would be number one. Number two would be if your income is allows for it, I would do the Roth IRA. A Roth IRA is money that's already been taxed. It goes into a retirement IRA, like, a, like the, the Roth, and then it grows tax-free. So it has all those years of you're a young person. You have all those years of tax-free growth. And I'm going to brag just a moment because my 11-year-old daughter, who happens to work for a family-owned business, has a Roth IRA. I will be long gone before she starts drawing on it, but that will be a lot of years of tax-free growth. Number three here's another easy one for people and I don't know if I'll get to it Saturday <laughs> 40 <laughs> minutes to get through and you know how this goes Rick yep um, I would suggest for people that have difficulty saving using what we call a rounding service acorns for example acorns.com it hooks up to your bank account and then when you go spend four dollars and75 cents with your debit card it takes the 25 cents out of your it puts it into a widely diversified portfolio of exchange traded funds and it's gone and you can put it by the way into an ira or a roth or just regular accounts. So the idea there is you at least saving something. Those would be the areas i would go with Scott to at least kind of get going. I love the roth for young people because it's all those years of tax free growth. Remember everything else you're going to pay some sort of tax on it when you either take it out or pay the capital gains. So That's right. I love a roth.
2: Uh, the Roth is God's gift from the legislature that they allow you to pay tax on it just once, going in, and the small amount, just the invested amount, but then the amount of money that you earn tax deferred, tax free over the years. That just—it's just amazing, and anyone that can participate in any Roth IRAs or. Four hundred one k's are tremendous Roth investments for folks because of the higher limits than IRA. So I, I just I tell everybody to do that. Now it was real interesting, Tom. I was listening to another program and um, they called in and they, this guy had said, "Well, he was inheriting these Roth IRAs and everything." He says, "Yeah, since there is no tax due, I can do whatever I want with them, right?" And the advice was, "Sure, you can do whatever you want."
4: And I thought, well,
2: <laughs> that may not have been really good advice, doing whatever you want. Sure, there may not be a tax penalty, but what they didn't, you know, what the guy wasn't understanding is that, you know, he didn't want it in the IRA, thought that would be complicated. So can I just do whatever I want? And the answer was, well, sure. But then when he pulls it out... He's going to now have to pay income taxes on any, you know, gain and investments that he has, whether it's capital gains or short-term gains. So he's giving up all that long-term tax-free growth. And I was just having this hard time, you know, screaming at my radio (laughs) to do that. But, Tom, how many people come to you that have been given just really, really poor – oh, dear. Okay, well – Technology. Uh, Tom just dropped off. We'll see if we can uh, get him back here. Um, we'll go ahead and take a quick break uh, while we're doing that. And uh, we'll be back with more of your partner in law right after this.
0: Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead?
2: Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregorick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning.
0: I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a Partner in Law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. yourpartnerinlaw.com.
4: One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high costs of an extended health care situation. A lot of people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Don't make this mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. You can learn all about these new plans at one of Brian's upcoming classes in October. Brian will also be speaking at Retirement Roundtable October 15th, at the Maidenbauer Center, there's a great event. Several local experts will educate you on all aspects of planning for a successful retirement. Get your tickets now at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com.
0: Hey, it's John Curley. I can't wait for Retirement Roundtable, October 5th at the Maidenbauer Center. Rick Gregrick,
2: it's the retirement planning event of the year. Once again this year, we have an incredible lineup of local speakers to educate us on new taxes, laws, and regulations you simply must know.
0: We've got all your local experts on estate and elder law, financial planning, long-term insurance. We'll talk health care and
2: senior housing,
0: and much, much more.
2: Tom Cock of Talking Real Money will explain the science of investing. Steve Elliott will cover managing trust and fiduciary services. Brian Ott will teach you about new long-term care planning options. And Dr. Yardley is going to discuss health care versus disease care.
0: And yours truly, I'm going to be emceeing it. So come get all the facts and learn about all your new options at Retirement Roundtable, October 5th at Maidenbauer Center. It sells out every year. So get your tickets now at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. I'll see you there. Yourpartnerinlaw.com.
1: Turn to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick.
2: All righty, did we get Tom back? All righty, we did indeed. Uh, if you're listening to Your Partner in Law, you can go to yourpartnerinlaw.com, get your roundtable tickets. We're going to have Tom out there next week, so... Uh, Tom, you dropped off a little bit in that high tech environment world that we have, but uh, you 're back.
3: I hear it takes more than that to shake me off right y- you know you know. can 't get rid of you that easy right <laughs> all right if it was i 'd be long gone by now, my friend
2: hey, Tom, I know that one of the things that you guys do such a great job is is like I said earlier in the show, is helping educate people and getting them started. but there is a reality check for most people that um you know, and we as we go through life, we're sitting there saying, "Okay, well, I'm going to get my social security, and then I've got this, and I've got to take my required minimum distributions. but beyond that, I don't know if people are really thinking about, well, you know if I live twenty years twenty five thirty years after retirement, how much money am I going to need to be able to support my lifestyle and let's say i've come up with a number that says i need x dollars per month whether that's 5000 a month or 10000 or 20000 that you know that number so is that the number you're looking for to start with people saying okay this is your desired lifestyle this is the money it would take and then do we start from there because you know where do you start with that person
3: that is a great question you mentioned the two key words there actually it's called social security um Tragically, it's about half of us that take Social Security at age sixty-two. It's only four percent that wait until age seventy. And remember, every year you wait, and you can do this month by month, you get an eight percent a year raise.
2: Yeah, it's amazing.
3: Here's here's the other part: twenty-five percent of us, twenty-five percent of us, ninety Social Security makes up ninety percent of our retirement, and the average benefit today fourteen hundred dollars. That's a lot of numbers, but what it's telling you is. First, make the right choice about Social Security. That is huge. And remember, once you take that benefit, other than some small uh, cost of living increases, that's the benefit for the next, as you said, 25 to 30 years. Um, So that's a starting point. Pensions are another one, because many people here work for a certain local manufacturing outfit. So those need to be looked at carefully. And then actually, so I usually look at those two things first. Well, to go further back, I really try to work on the spending side to really figure out what people are going to spend. Then I look at those two. Then we will start looking at the assets you have to say, okay, now now we know that the rest of the, the, the money you need to supplement those two with, that's the number. And you're right. That monthly number really does become it. And here's the part that people often forget about, too, is that every year things generally get more expensive. Historically, inflation has gone up by about 3% a year going back to the mid-30s. I know we've been in a period here of somewhat lower inflation, but I never count on it. So, yes, that's the number, and any good planner should be working with you first on that before you get anywhere near how to invest, what investments to pick, that should be step number 90. All the planning should be done well before any of the sort of, I want to get rich part.
2: Well, Tom, one of the realities that I see so oftentimes happening is a person has, what we've said, they've got, you know, maybe a little pension, maybe Social Security, and then they're planning on saying, uh, well, in addition to that, you know, I'll, I'll pull out X dollars for my investments. And yet you look at that and you say, well, if you pull that amount out, you're eventually going to run out of money. It's, you know, you're, you're, you can't do that. How, do you, how can you counsel a client on how much can you take out of your investments? Because if you're 50, 60 years old and you're playing catch-up game, I think a lot of people are wanting to take too much risk in building that wealth, and they end up shortchanging anyhow. So how do you realistically walk people around or walk them back to say, okay, if you have $500,000 in the bank, this is what you can realistically expect to do with some degree of, I hate to call it, certainty in the stock market. Yeah, there's...
3: The only real withdrawal rate we know for sure will be in the rearview mirror, and we won't be available to discuss it, right? We'll be gone, because you talked about sort of passing on at the beginning of the program. So I still am a believer in the 4% rule, which says you can take out 4% a year of your investments, if you will, to, to supplement your income. That said, here's the other problem. People have about $10 trillion in banks that are paying them I think it's zero point zero nine percent a year. And that will not you cannot use the four percent rule if your money's in banks or CDs. Yeah. You need to invest some of it in stocks. This is kind of going back to our earlier conversation about your willingness to accept volatility. This is that's where the rubber meets the road. And a good advisor is going to tell people, hey you may have to work longer, hey you need to expose some of your money to riskier things like stocks, or hey you just need to live on less.
2: Yeah, you need to exactly adjust that old budget,
3: right? Exactly. You know something and we've been
2: working on our whole life, you know, trying to keep I that know. budget it, under control.
3: It's the trickiest part generally of our conversation because we all have this belief that we're spending less than we really do. We all and in my case I believe I weigh less than I really do. So, <laughs> you know, don't I mean, we all, don't it, we all? It's just it's just denial is not a river in Egypt, right? So you gotta you gotta figure out a way to put together, as you said, Rick, kind of a spending plan and then put these other pieces in there. I think for most people who have not been good savers, it's tragic really to take Social Security prior to age 70 um, and then really have a a pretty ironclad plan around how much you're going to spend. Uh, That's another part that I see people in the first few years of of retirement spend too much, and then they get in the later years and the trouble really starts. But I still do believe in the 4% rule. But to to make that work, you still have to expose a substantial amount of your money to a globally diversified stock portfolio.
2: Well, Tom, what's really exciting is out at uh, retirement uh, roadmap or excuse me roundtable <laughs> retirement roundtable that we've got next Saturday coming up. You've got some amazing visuals that you're going to share, and uh, well, probably I some compliment new. Compliment
3: my partner Don McDonald for all that stuff. You know, yeah. he sits around in his garage and doodles all that stuff. It, on it is Mac, amazing,
2: but but when when you when you see this up on the big screen right we got the big screen at Maidenbauer and, and you see these charts and don does don makes them they they grow and they move and <laughs> and and you can look at these things i 'm so uh, overwhelmed by you know his talent there, but his talent isn 't just in putting the presentations together it 's really yeah. it 's really the data behind them that the the charts demonstrate and what i 've always been so appreciative of you guys is. It doesn't say down there, according to Tom Koch, according to Don McDonald, because quite frankly, who cares? These well, are well-documented, well-sourced um, credentialed data coming from you know real data.
4: You know, and that's you know, and and kind of where you
3: started the, the, the question about who to believe, because if you have a, a 100% fiduciary, they should be relying on academic work. They should not be relying on new ideas from Wall Street. Wall Street has 10... 10 to a 1,000 new ideas every week. Every week. This is here. This is the way to invest today with the recession coming. This is the yep. way to invest uh, with... Uh, always stocks. be selling, right? A, B, always always some be selling. Always new seeing. idea. And the reality is these are just old ideas rewrapped up, get you excited, get you to buy something. The academics, conversely, look at very long-term trends in markets and say, here are the types of stocks you should own. Here's how much you should be willing to pay to own those because there's a cost to all that and then stay the course. And if you do those things, because we, we've known people now interestingly enough that took our advice almost 30 years ago.
2: Hey it Tom, I got to take got to take a quick break. They changed my schedule up a little bit here. We got this thing called a Seahawks game coming up, but hang on, we'll do a few minutes right after this next break and then we'll wrap it up and get ready for the Hawks down in Arizona. We'll be right back.
0: Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So, I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So, be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner-in-Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com.
4: One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high cost of an extended health care situation. A lot of people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Don't make this mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. You can learn all about these new plans at one of Brian's upcoming classes in October. Brian will also be speaking at Retirement Roundtable October 5th at the Maidenbauer Center, there's a great event. Several local experts will educate you on all aspects of planning for a successful retirement. Get your tickets now at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com.
0: Hey, it's John Curley. I can't wait for Retirement Roundtable, October 5th at the Maidenbauer Center. Rick Regrick, it's
2: the retirement planning event of the year. Once again this year, we have an incredible lineup of local speakers to educate us on new taxes, laws, and regulations you simply must know.
0: We've got all your local experts on estate and elder law, financial planning, long-term insurance. We'll talk health care and
2: senior housing, and much, much more. Tom Cock of Talking Real Money will explain the science of investing. Steve Elliott will cover managing trust and fiduciary services. Brian Ott will teach you about new long-term care planning options. And Dr. Yardley is going to discuss health care versus disease care.
0: And yours truly, I'm going to be emceeing it. So come get all the facts and learn about all your new options at Retirement Roundtable, October 5th at Maidenbauer Center. It sells out every year. So get your tickets now at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. I'll see you there.
1: yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick.
2: Hey, that's me, Your Partner in Law. Thanks for being with us this uh, Sunday, folks. We've had a special guest on uh, with us uh, throughout the hour, Tom Cock from uh, Vestry Financial and Talking Real Money Um long-time radio host, uh, television host of Serious Money, talked all kinds of really important people here in our market, learned all kinds of things, and he seems to be telling us a lot of things not to do. Um, That's a great, great advice. Tom, thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, next week out at Retirement Roundtable, what's the best tease you can tell people that you're going to be talking about that maybe they haven't heard before?
3: Well, you talked about mistakes and at the end of my presentation I give you the five mistakes you simply cannot make in retirement.
2: How many of them Things did you get you really from me?
3: To avoid. <laughs> What's that? How many of those
2: mistakes were from me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> None from you because you're a smart guy and you've uh, we've we've known each other for 25 years almost. But um and and I want to say thank you for for asking me to come and speak. It's a truly wonderful event. The people you get every year are really great, it's and it's interesting, it's informative, and I think the people really do show up and get an education, it's not a sales pitch. So thank you for involving me.
2: Well, you know, I think we learned that from you guys and mutually and everything, that education is really the key to making wise decisions when you're in this planning environment. And I think that, you know, you and I have and the other folks that we've had the you know, pleasure of working with over the years that understand That your client, your individual client, needs more than just you. You know, all of us, you know, my clients need CPAs, they need financial advisors, they need real estate brokers, you know, insurance folks. They need all these supporting cast, if you will, that are all involved in their planning process. But, so oftentimes we get commission driven folks that um, are more interested in the commission and less interested on the what i 'll call the full truth the fiduciary truth about the investments that are people making and the risk that they 're taking, whether it 's an insurance product i, I won 't get you going i won't i'll keep don 's blood pressure down we won 't talk about annuities <laughs> oh, those are my favorites <laughs> and yeah. um, you know it it's It's the overuse of so many of these products. Every product probably has some utility in some cases. It's just that the sales process. And that's what I find very different when folks come to Vestry and and really all of our other folks um, that are involved, that it's not about the paycheck first. It's about making sure that the client's protected and get what they want, and the paycheck falls from that. Is that.
3: I think that's a good way to put it, yeah. I
2: agree. So it's just one of those things that we really do enjoy it, and like you said, these these events are great. I just... I enjoy the heck out of meeting, you know, most of them are listeners to our various shows, uh, from your your folks over on those other stations that we're not supposed to talk about, but everybody knows who they are, <laughs> and uh, here in Cairo and KTTH, and um, just, you know, how much commonality people have. And um, it's all often very interesting, just uh, not to get political, because this isn't a political show, um, but people from both sides of the political aisle seem to feel... Pretty much the same when it gets down to actually paying their taxes and their investments and their personal planning and their families and the family values. And that's, that's kind of been the truth for me over the last, you know, 20-odd years of uh, being a planner um, Legal planner, is that you know all walks of life, young and old, rich and poor. We all need to do that. And Tom, thank you so much. I got to check out because we got that Seahawks coming, and they're preempting me, so I got to give the show over to Dory here. So uh, go Hawks! Thanks again, Tom. See you next week. Bye bye.
3: Saturday. Look forward to it.
1: Thanks for listening to your partner in law with Rick Gregorick.